Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com go. NetSuite.com go. Again, everybody, welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. Colin, we are in game week, getting ready for South Carolina. NC State, Saturday at 3 o'clock in Charlotte on ESPN, the season opener for both ball clubs. Opening weekend of college football coming up, and we're very excited about that. So, Colin, we've been following some position battles that the Gamecocks have had going on throughout preseason camp, and we're going to talk about those today. We'll start with left tackle. Looks like Malik Young will get the nod there, but Dennis Daly should see some time. Right. Um, so, Malik Young, uh, Eric Wolford, about a couple weeks ago, said that if the season started right now, uh, Malik Young will get a starter, and that's kind of been the, the way the camp shake, shook out You know, since he said that. Um, Malik Young is going to be the starter at left tackle, kind of anchoring uh, and handling, protecting Jake on his blind side. Uh, he's certainly talking this week like he was is going to be the starter, uh, so that he feels comfortable over at left tackle, uh, play right, uh, play on the right side of the line a little bit last year. Um, but Dennis Day is the guy that has some upside to him. Uh, was taking reps with the first team throughout preseason camp. Uh, just until recently, Malik Young moved back over and took over that starting job, but. Dennis Daly has a lot of the tools that uh, you kind of look for. He's got the size to be a left tackle. Um, and he's a guy that if he can you know, get his technique down and kind of get down to the, his, his desired playing weight and learn the playbook, uh, he's a guy that could, could take over that starting spot uh, a couple weeks into the season. Uh is what I'm thinking. Young and Daly battling for that starting job at left tackle, and it looks like Young will get the nod at least going into the NC State game. We do expect Dennis Daly to play some, likely this Saturday against the Wolfpack. So uh, those two will be blocking for a trio of Gamecock running backs. Colin, there's been a battle for the starting job there. Rico Dowdle was exceptional a year ago, playing as a freshman last year for the Gamecocks, but he is joined in the backfield by Tyson Williams. We've talked a lot about him this summer. Transfer from North Carolina, played at Crestwood High School in Sumter County. And A.J. Turner is back at uh, running back as well, a freshman a year ago who started off the year as the starter until Rico Dowdle got healthy, and then Dowdle took over that job. A good problem to have if you're Bobby Bentley and Kurt Roper on, in, terms of, in terms of running back because you have three guys that have produced and or two guys that have produced for you, but you have a guy in Tyson Williams who's who should be the kind of guy you expect him to be. They have high hopes for him. He's really impressed in the spring game. Um, he's a guy that's going to play a lot this year. Um, and they have a lot of different styles of running back, too. I mean, Rico Dowdle and Tyson Williams are two guys that are more bruisers, between the tackles kind of running, um, can make a cut and you know get upfield. Uh, both say that their running styles are pretty similar. Um, it's a good complement to each other that if one goes, gets tired, the other one can step up, and there really is no let-off. 
And then AJ Terrell is more, you, you can run the swing tackles, but he's more of your outside runs, your speed back, uh, the guy you want to get it to on screens and, you know, in the flat and just say, go make a play. Uh, and he thinks that, you know, Jake Bentley said that you know, they're going to use AJ Turner a lot in the pass game or want to at least. Uh, because he he does have good hands and he has that open field speed that can really uh, complement Rico and you know, Kaisan there between the tackles thing. Uh, AJ Turner said that he's willing to do whatever it takes to help the team win. Um, so I think it's a really good problem to have uh, if you're Bobby Bentley. But yeah, the starting job's going to go down to the you know last few days, obviously before uh, the season opener. But right now, if I had to guess, it'd probably be Rico. Uh, Dowdle starting just because he did start the last uh, few games last year, last half of the season. Um, he's the experienced guy coming in there. Uh, but all three are going to play, and all three know that they're going to play. You need at least three running backs in the SEC to be effective. Um, and they know that, and they're just kind of welcoming their chance to you know, get on the field and show what they can do. Best guess right now, Colin, do you think Dowdle gets the bulk of the carries or do you think, you know, it's whoever's got the hot hand, gets more touches each week and, you know, Turner, we figure he's going to play third down back largely, but, you know, what kind of role might he have? I think, you know, Rico's probably going to get the the bulk of the carries the first few weeks at least. Uh, but Bobby Bentley said he's not afraid to, you know, go with the hot hand that if, you know, one running back is seeing holes better than the other one that day, then he's going to go and, you know, if A.J. Turner's, you know, seeing things develop quicker than, you know, Rico or Tyson, then he's going to go give the ball to A.J. Turner more. Um, the same with Tyson or Rico. If they're seeing it better, they're going to get the ball. Um, and I think that, you know, Rico and Tyson are probably your third down backs, uh, but if you need two yards, you can hand it to them and they're always going to fall forward. Uh, Turner the same way, but I think Rico and Tyson are more built that way in terms of, you know, lower body strength and things like that. But, you know, it's a stable of running backs. It's something South Carolina really hasn't seen in a long time. Um, since I think Marcus Lattimore and Mike Davis played on the same team. So um, it's it's a good problem. I think that there's talent there, um, and the more they play together, the more they're going to gel and you know get closer and know who to go to and what situation. Yeah, if the Gamecocks get some good line play this year, those three young running backs could all three contribute in a big way this year. So I think folks are excited about this running back group for South Carolina in 2017. Colin, the other position battles that we've focused on going into the season opener are on special teams. Will Muschamp has named Chris Lamonts the starting punt returner and Debo Samuel the starting kickoff returner. We figured we could see A.J. Turner in on kickoff return as well and possibly Shai Smith handling some punt returns, the freshman from Union County. But the, the special teams battles that we've been focusing on have been uh, a group that we know very little about at this point. At least we haven't seen them a lot in live action with the exception of the one open practice that was held this summer, and that's kicker and punter. Right, and, you know, Coleman Hustler came in and told uh, the media the other day that, um, like you said, Chris Lamonts is going to be the uh, the punt returner, Debo Samuel, your main kickoff guy. Um, but, yeah, the kicker and the uh, punter is kind of settled down right now, looking more and more like, you know, Joseph Charlton is going to be that that guy at punter, um, but that kicker spot uh, coming down to the wire. Alex Wozniak and Parker White are both dueling there uh, for that starting job. Parker White's going to be your kickoff specialist, um, but you know Alex Wozniak and he are kind of going back and forth. Um, they both take reps in practice. Obviously, uh, they have kicking competitions. Uh, for those of you with the open practice, we saw that there, and Coleman Hustler kind of spraying water in their faces to get things. Um, to add a little bit of distraction, but that one again is going right down to the wire. Um, 
I'd probably give Parker White's kind of on the pot streak right now. He's the guy that everyone's talking about, uh, the walk-on kid that is, has played his way into significant playing time on special teams this year. Um, and Alex Wozniak, I think they're going to use them both in different situations based on you know distance, wind, uh, what what hash mark they're on, what side of the field. So, um, but if I had to take my guess right now, I think it's Parker White lining up as the uh, field goal kicker to start the year. But Alex Wozniak is really not far behind, and he's going to see his fair share of time as well um, come this season. Colin Muschamp has said that uh, both kickers could see time, maybe even in the opener this weekend, depending on the situation. Right. Uh, that's what Wes Mitchell uh, reported earlier this week that you know they're probably going to see a little bit. Both are going to see different situations and things like that. And um, Coleman Hustler said that they have uh, utmost faith in any of the guys that they send out there that they wouldn't, you know, have them on the team if they didn't feel confident in them. Uh, so that they think that they have two guys that, while they're not really experienced, haven't had a lot of game experience at all, with Elliot Fry being the guy the past four years, uh, they think they have some talent there to work with, and it's just a matter of getting their feet wet and getting them ready to go out there and play in Division One SEC football. Colin, we had been hearing for the last couple of weeks that it looked like Alex Wozniak would be the place kicker this year, but now you know we're hearing that Parker White could see some situational use in the NC State game this weekend. So any idea why the reason for that change? I think, you know, I think Parker White's been pretty accurate so far that he can hit from distance. Um, and he's a guy that Will Muschamp said just kind of came out of the woodwork. They went into preseason camp and spring ball last, you know, in March. Uh, they said he was going to be the kickoff guy, and that's about it. But he, you know, essentially kicked his way in the competition and uh, kind of put pressure on Alex Wozniak. Um, he's just been he's been good. He's he's been a pleasant surprise in camp uh, for this coaching staff because they just they expected him to just handle kickoffs, and now that he's he's become kind of a solid option there and one of the uh, the go to field goal kickers. Yeah, and this is why you like competition during preseason camp, Colin. Uh, the kicking game is one area that I'm very curious to see on Saturday because we have new players that place kicker and punter and a new long snapper this year as well. And it feels to me like the kicking game is the one area that we know the least about for this 2017 Gamecock unit. Right, and they have to replace everybody. Um, they lost their punter from last year. Sean Kelly's lost the long snapper last year. Um, in terms of Drew Williams, they lost Elliott Fry, who handled kickoffs and field goals last year. So there's, I mean, there's guys that haven't played before at the Division One level that you're uh, entrusting a pretty important area of the, the game to. Um, but like I said, they, they think there's talent there. They have to get their feet wet. Um, I think there's talent there. Uh, but it's it's different when you, you're doing a practice jersey on a practice field and when you're doing it in front of 80,000 people uh, who are screaming either for you to make it or for you to miss it. Um, the pressure is just a little bit different there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's something to keep an eye on. Um, when the Gamecocks do line up, uh, Saturday against NC State, because that's an uh, area where the Gamecocks could falter early. Um, I don't think they will um, to the degree that some people do, but um, I think that it's an area that it could be shaky early on just because these guys haven't really experienced the game day atmosphere before. Special teams, such a huge part of the game. You know, the old adage is that special teams can win or lose you at least two games a year. So I'm interested to see how Gamecock special teams perform Saturday against NC State. We just don't know a lot about some of these guys that will be handling kicking duties for the Gamecocks this weekend. And this Saturday against NC State will be our first look at them. So curious to see how that unit's going to look in live action coming up Saturday in Charlotte. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. 
Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So position battles at left tackle, running back, kicker, and punter still being contested. And we're in game week here, Colin. So count down the days here. Everybody's ready to get it cranked up, man. Absolutely. It's the uh, best time of year. Uh, every Everyone's filled with a little bit of hope right now. Um, so it should be a fun fun few days leading up to it, and then Saturday's obviously the big one. So uh, looking forward to it, looking forward to keeping you guys updated on everything that's going on. All right, Wes Mitchell has a story on the website this week. It's up right now about these position battles and more, some recruiting information there as well. Great piece by Wes. We hope you'll check that out. Colin and I will be back to talk about North Carolina State. We're going to go in-depth on them. We've heard a lot about their front seven and how nasty that defense is. We're going to talk about them in the next edition of Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us, Colin. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Colin Taylor, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Barapapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.